One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So, I for one am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Dori Shafrir. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we're not experts. We're just two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please do remember, we are not experts. We are just podcast hosts. And we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor and or a mental health professional as needed. And if you do want to reach us with any of those questions or comments or thoughts, uh, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And um, friendly reminder that Dory and I are hosting a daily podcast called Here For You every uh, day, Monday through Friday, all about, you know, just staying calm and finding some ground. I want to say the word groundedness. Yeah, that's I, a word. <laughs> you have can, you noticed? You can say it. 
A big part of our friendship is me saying words and then checking in with you to make sure they're words. (laughs) (laughs) But that is what the podcast is about. A quick check-in every day to just give you a little comfort during this wild time. Yes. So give it a listen. Yeah, we would love to to see you there. Um, on that note, we are going to kick things off with a response to our 100th mini episode, during which I put a butt sheet mask on my butt cheeks. And then mm-hmm. I requested that the person who asked me, asked us to do this, write in. And they did. Thank subject. you so much. <laughs> I mean, truly, I felt I feel seen and heard. And I'm honored that the person who requested it heard, heard uh. it happen IRL. They, yes. The subject of the email is I'm the butt mask suggester question mark exclamation point. And they write, I'm pretty sure it was me, Kate. I don't even rem- remember where I saw that a butt mask was a thing. Probably the Kardashians, if I'm honest. I binge that show as my not so secret indulgence as soon as it hits Hulu each season. And then they write, thank you, thank you for being willing to try this out. And it made my day to hear your thoughts and laughter about it. But more so, thank you and Dory for being authentic and real. And over the time since your podcast has existed, getting me in touch with my own self again. Butt masks forever? Question mark. Not a sign off, Dory. Ha ha. I mean, it could be a sign off. It might become a sign off. If more people commit to it. Butt How masks about forever. Butt care is self-care. Butt masks forever. XOXO. I mean, this, gossip girl. <laughs> this is like our Goonies <laughs> never say die. <laughs> I, do I mean, like, it's very on brand. It is, but I will say, I, I feel like the sign-off should be like, butt masks are should not be a thing forever. It's a little wordy. It is a lot, but I'm not sure I agree with butt masks forever. And I, I feel like I came out of doing a butt mask feeling yeah, you, like butt you, masks. Never. Yeah, butt masks never. <laughs> That's the sign off. <laughs> butt masks never. Um, I think we'll workshop it. That's fair. I do want to I do want you to know, Dory, that I did buy two of the butt masks for us to do together and only one has been used. So when I see you in person again, I'm bringing you a present. I will wipe it down with a Clorox wipe and I will give it to you and it will be a butt mask for you to do in your own home. Wow, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Can you hear the excitement in my voice? (laughs) You are eager for self-isolation to end so that you can get your hands on this butt mask. I can tell. Oh boy, am I ever. <laughs> uh, Shall right. I read this next email? Please do. Okay. Hi, Ken Dor. Thinking of you both as I pat on different gel recommended by my derm as a retinol alternative and followed up with Waleda Skin Food Light. What skincare prods or treatments do you wish you had started using earlier in your skincare journeys. P.S. If you read this on air, I would love to give a shout out to my amazing sister-in-law, Marisa, for recommending I listen to the pod. We both love the pod. And in fact, I gifted her a Forever 35 coffee mug for her Christmas stocking and she got me a sticker. That's so sweet. Thank you. That's so sweet. Thank you so much. Um, Um, Well, as you were reading this email, Dory, I started to put hand lotion on. This reminded mm. me that I really mm-hmm. wish I had committed to hand lotion earlier in my life. Mm. It's great, isn't it? It is, except then everything you touch is sticky. So I feel like you have to do it. That's why I'm doing it right before bedtime. Recording a podcast is not an optimal time to put on hand lotion, but I, I just saw it. 
on my bedside table and I went mm. for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I know for myself, and actually this this goes on for my hands too, I, I truly wish I had started using sunscreen earlier. I'm not Kate, sure. That was literally what I was going to say. Like if I had any advice to give to a young person, it would just be like, put on put on the sunscreen on your face and on your neck and your chest and your hands and your whole body. So I actually I feel like I was I've been pretty good about sunscreen for a while on my face, but not on my hands and not on my arms. And especially living in Los Angeles and driving so much, I feel like my arms and hands have gotten way more sun than I kind of thought they were getting. And I wish I had been slathering on the sunscreen earlier. So I've changed, I've, I've changed my habits now, but it might be too late. So can I ask you a question about this every Mm -hmm. day when you, when you put on sunscreen on your face, do you have a little bit extra on your hands and then you just, I mean, like you just put on your face and then do you do a new squirt for the, your hands and your arms or is it kind of like whatever's left over? From the face, I do. Here's what I do: I do a new squirt on my hands, and then when I go outside, I started keeping the Super Goop sunscreen mousse in Henry's stroller. I love that stuff, and I give myself a, a couple of squirts before I go outside and rub it in on my arms and my hands again. I also really try to wear a hat every time I go outside. Oh, yes. Same, same. Are there any other prods or treatments that you wish you had incorporated? Hmm. Like, do you regret not doing some sort of like retinol or serum or acid earlier? So I I use Retin-A as a teenager for zits and I feel like it kind of scarred me. Not Mm. literally, but it was like, I think at the I think back then in the ancient days of the 90s I think it was very strong. Yeah. And it like made my skin super dry and flaky and so it was sort of like the cure was worse than the ailment if I'm, there's probably a, a saying that I'm getting wrong there but you know what I mean like the it was it was like okay well maybe my zits have gone away but now my skin is like red and flaky. <laughs> so is that better on balance? I don't know. Um, so yeah, I mean, maybe maybe I wish I had started using some retinols earlier. Although I did use a retinol serum for a long time. I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I honestly feel like what has made a true difference in my skincare are things like drinking enough water, getting yeah. enough sleep and like wearing a sun hat as much as I wish it was like, I really wish I'd started doing glycolic acid in my t- early thirties. Like I, mm-hmm. I think it's more those bigger things. I wish I had. Yeah. I wish I had worn hats more religiously. It's only, I feel like it's only been in the last couple of years that like every time I go outside, I put on a hat. Yeah, me too. And like I keep a hat by the door and <laughs> so same. So many you know, hats. So many visors. So many, so many hats. I used to sort of like roll my eyes at my dad because he has to his credit and and because he had he basically had skin cancer, he has always been like super obsessive about sunscreen and wearing hats and like being covered up and I was always always kind of like dad. <laughs> and now I'm like Oh yeah. You yeah. knew what was up. Yeah. 
I, I think that really does make a difference. So I think sun care is is both of our our both of our answers. Yeah, yeah that's totally. our answers. All right, moving on. Here's another email. Hi, Cat and Door. I love the pod and the new pod too. I'm writing to solicit some self-mothering advice. I'm nearly 35 weeks of pregnancy. And apart from the worries around giving birth in the midst of a pandemic, possibly without my partner, I've started thinking about what this means for the fourth trimester. We live in Germany and our families are in the US. The borders are closed and our mothers won't be visiting us as planned. Since we're not just social distancing in Germany, but are on full police enforced lockdown, We won't have any in-person support of any kind during the postpartum period. Fortunately, my partner will be home, but he is a freelancer and can't afford to stop working right now. I am hopeful that you or the listeners have suggestions or tips on how we can still create a supported postpartum period. We have started freezer stashing food, but apart from that, I feel overwhelmed by this unexpected and entirely crappy situation. And I imagine I'm not the only pregnant listener wondering about this. And then they write, thank you for being here for us. Please also let us know how we can be here for you right now. That's so sweet. Mm. You know, I will, um, my brother and his wife just had a baby um, and are kind of going through this where they live. So I will, I will circle back with them. Um, I just sent them a bunch of food gift cards because I can't, you know, I had to cancel my visit to go help them and I'm feeling sad about that. So that was the only way I could really think of to kind of offer support. But it sounds like you, listener, are trying to figure out how you can do things to prepare for this time at home. Dory, what, as a person who went through this in the last year, what do you think? Well, a lot of the things, or I shouldn't say a lot, but some of the things I did to prepare turned out to be moot because I I ended up with a C-section. Like, I got all these padsicles ready and then didn't use them. Yeah, I had I did that with my first child, which was a C-section. Yeah. So many pad, um, so many padsicles. So many padsicles. I would say get one of those um like postpartum belly bands, which are different tummy bands. Those are different than the ones that you use while you're pregnant. Um in case you have a C-section, I don't know if you don't have a C-section if those are helpful. I since I've only had a C-section, but if you end up with a C-section, you will want one of those for sure. Um, what else? This is tough. I think I would say definitely now sit down with your partner and see if you can figure out because he's freelancing and will be can't stop working. Um, figure out times that um, he can... like support you like if you're doing all the the baby feeding in the night can your partner hang with the baby from 7 a.m to 9 a.m so you can sleep or shower or just yeah exist in your own space without being touched by anyone um see i think i think just kind of figuring out stuff like that yeah um, that's a good idea lining up you know like i did a lot of watching binge watching tv shows with a baby on my boob or in my arms with a bottle for a month to two months straight and it is okay if you are just hunkered down sitting around and that's it especially because you literally are on a police enforced lockdown yeah uh get an ipad if you don't have one i i read and watched so much stuff on my ipad whilst pumping and breastfeeding make sure you have a breast pump um, if you're planning on breastfeeding um 
Oh my gosh. <sighs> we got to open else? this up for listener yeah, feedback. Yeah, we got to open this up for listener feedback. If you if you knew you were going to have zero help and I'm sure there are people who have had zero help. Um what 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 did you do that you're glad you did? What do you wish you had done? Um I I'd and I don't know. Yeah, and I this is a little tricky because I don't know what um this the full police enforced lockdown means in Germany because we're obviously in America doing it however we're supposed to be doing it here. So I don't know if this means like friends cannot drop off a casserole at your house. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It sounds I like that's what that. it means. It sounds like, yeah, I don't, yeah. Think, I don't think they can. So I, I think if you can also arrange for your support network um, to be available to you virtually, if that is accessible to you, that might just help having some FaceTime um, just to make you feel less alone because it can be this, this is an isolating, exp- <laughs> new, having a newborn and, this pandemic are both very isolating experiences. So together, it's like double the isolation. I imagine it's really hard. So yeah, Whew. we're thinking of you. Mm, we are thinking of you. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. And we will share any feedback that we get from other people. Yeah, we will. All right. Shall we hear a voicemail? I would like that. Hi, Kate and Dory. Um, this is a listener from the D.C. area, and I'm calling with a bit of a funny story because I feel like we could all use one these days. Um, I have been having a very hard week because aren't we all? And um, I decided I was going to order some lunch from a local salad place and pick it up because they have set up a really good socially distanced way of doing that, and I wanted to keep that, you know, keep supporting them and do something that I would normally do on a weekday, which is like pick up a salad for lunch. So I went and I did that. And of course, I saw a person walking up to this salad outpost like a minute or two ahead of me. And it was a horrible ex of mine who I do not want to talk to and who I thought lived on a different continent. Um, so I froze in place. I did not speak to him and I don't think he saw me, but it was a relief in the moment and for like the 45 minutes that followed to be very stressed out about something as mundane and silly as almost running into an ex. So, you know, it just seems weird that when we are literally prohibited from seeing other people, the one person I do almost run into is like the last person I would want that to happen to. But anyway, hope everybody's hanging in there and, um, Take care of yourselves and thank you so much for the daily podcast. It is a really important part of my self-care. Take care. Bye. Way to reframe that narrative. I, this story takes a turn for me when it's like, well, you run into your ex. Okay. Who I thought was, on, I a was different on a different continent. continent. I know that killed me too. <laughs> Cause then I'm like, Oh, I get your panic. Like if it's yep. an ex who, you know, lives in your city, it's, it's, it's and you awful. kind of have it in your head that you have to avoid him then. Okay. Or her then like fine. But when you're completely blindsided by no. someone you thought did not live in the country, <laughs> what a nightmare. But what also like, it is, kind of nice to still have these moments where that feel just like you forget the fact that all this madness is going on and you just have like a a crazy reaction to something do you know what i'm trying i'm mumbling yeah that's why that's why i I said it was such a great reframing of the narrative because instead of being 
so upset. She was like, it was actually nice to be upset about this because it made me yes. not think about the global pandemic. I love that. I love that yeah. so much. I'm sorry you Same. ran to your ex, but I'm glad yeah. you got your salad and I'm glad you got a break from the stress of yeah. coronavirus. Thank you, for, thank you for that anecdote. We appreciate it. Yes, it really made our day. All right, let's take a short break. Great. 
The superpower short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite honey love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Well, we're back. Here we are. Here we are, and we have another voicemail. Hi, Kate and Dory. Um, I love your outgoing voicemail message. It feels like I just called a friend. I love it. 
Uh, I have a question for you that I think is related to an experience a lot of us have had and nobody wants to talk about, which is um, what if you become that jerk on the Internet? Um, I recently had an experience where I uh, put forth a an opinion uh, within a Facebook group that I'm a part of that was not only unpopular, but I came to realize was, in fact, uh, quite uninformed and hurtful. And although it's not my intention, the Internet did what the Internet does and things filed out of control and I didn't participate in that. But nonetheless, I take full responsibility for having said something that didn't do anybody any good and, in fact, was harmful emotionally. Um, But because this is the Internet, I don't really know those people who responded um, that way. And I don't really have the capacity to apologize to them on an individual or even in a public way. I also don't want to effectively re-traumatize somebody by bringing up something that was tough for them um, and making them suffer through it again for the purpose of my apology and feeling better. So um, basically what happened is that a lot of people told me I should feel really bad about myself, and I do. I feel really, really bad. Um, And I don't know exactly what to do about that. And self-forgiveness does not seem like a great option right now because it seems like there are a lot of people out there who really want me to feel pretty bad about my behavior, which I do. So I'm wondering what you all think about resolving the, I guess, unresolvable. Um, Thank you. Hope I hear this. Bye. Mm. This is tough. This is tough. I'm going to offer a suggestion that is entirely contingent upon what happened and the nature of this group and the nature of your membership in this group, all of which is information that I don't have. So kind of take this with a grain of salt. And if you feel like it's not applicable to your situation, then don't do it. But I think if sort of this, if if the situation warrants it, I think that there could be a, a place for you to do a new post in this group with a sincere apology. Um, and, you know, I, I think you can figure out what that apology looks like um, and how you want to phrase it. But I, I think you, that is that is something that you could do um, that, you know, if but if you are worried that that is just going to re-traumatize a lot of people, then don't do it. Um, but I'm just kind of throwing it out there as a as a suggestion. I think that's great. I like that suggestion. Thanks. Thanks, Kate. And I, I think like learn, like let yourself learn from the experience, but also yeah. um, be, be, be gentle on beating yourself up over it or. I think like let yourself learn from it, but also let yourself move on from it. That's, that's exactly it. Learn and move on and yeah. move forward. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Shall we read? Another email. Yes. All right. Cat and door. I need to hear from you and your listeners stat about an affair of the heart. 
I'm happily married for 10 years to an absolute treasure of a man, but for the last six months, I've found myself remembering the scintillating early months of my first love with great fondness and increasing frequency. Is this a thing? Do other women in happy, stable relationships find their minds ambling memory lane of former flames? Ambling? Ambling Ambling down the memory lane? Yeah, like ambling the memory lane. Find their minds ambling down the memory lane of former flames. Some specifics. My first love was my senior year of high school prom date. Prom and the lead up planted the seeds for us falling head over heels and we had a blissful summer of romance that maybe only young, hormone-riddled teenagers can have. Moreover, it is as as an exciting time in my life with no stress or responsibilities other than cultivating this new relationship. In retrospect, I was more present in those moments than in probably any other time of my life. And I also had the real-time ability to journal about the intoxicating new feelings I was experiencing. I kept a record of each of our dates and saved little mementos as if my teenage self knew this was something important not to be forgotten. 18 months later, that relationship ran its course. No hard feelings. And I legitimately do not want to be with my first love now. I want to be with my husband, who is kinder, more generous, and just as handsome, smart, and funny, not to mention more compatible with me in every way. So why is it that I so often find my mind wandering to this other guy? Cat and door, listeners, do you ever think fondly about former flames? Help me frame this narrative. Okay, this is totally normal, first of yes, all. totally and second normal. of all, it's even more normal because you basically lived like a fantasy for a year and a half. Like, I'll, yeah. As a teen, with, as, as teen. you mentioned, like no responsibilities. Yep. Uh, no stress. Like, so I think her minds to go back to past relationships and ignore all the bad things about them and just kind of turn yep. them into these like fantasy lives. Well, and we're also kind of fantasizing about who we were, right? Yeah. At that yeah. time, like as you were, as this listener was saying, you know, it was an exciting time in my life with no stress or responsibilities. And she felt like she was more present in those moments than any other time of life. And so, you know, we get nostalgic for the person that we used to be. Yeah. And I think you're you're both fantasizing about the guy, but you're also kind of fantasizing about yourself. I also think, you know, I have definitely gone back and like looked at past flames on Instagram and I'm like, you know, all you all you can look at that person and place a lot of like fantasy what ifs on them where like you have no idea how they would be like having to pay your bills together each month or like if they would be good at communicating about their, you know, like all the like nitty gritty stuff that actually makes a partner. You don't I think she I think she knows like she knows this on a rational level. Right, right, right. right. Um. But I think there is always that little bit in the back of your mind where that's like, well, maybe, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think this is I think this is completely normal, especially since it sounds like you ended things relatively amicably. So you don't have, you know, anger or resentment towards him, um, which is always convenient when thinking about an old flame to yeah. be like, well, they suck. Yeah, um, yeah, that does help. And, you know, and you don't have that here. Um, but yes, this is completely normal. I was, I mean, real talk, I was just thinking about someone the other day because the sex was amazing. And like, that's just life, you know? 
Yeah. And this doesn't, I don't think this is an affair of the heart. I don't, you're not I don't in either. A, you're not in an emotional, no, you're not when in you, contact with this person. Yeah. When she opened this, I thought it was going to be like, I've, I've reached back out to this old same. Flame. Yeah. I think, I think this is a totally reasonable and safe thing for you to be doing. Yes. And I don't think you need to stop doing it necessarily. No, I, don't either. I think if it is, if it is creeping into your relationship or, you know, you start reaching out to this person and trying to have some sort of actual relationship with them, then I, then I do feel like that is something that you should rate, like that you should look at. But to me, it's like, this is like fantasizing about a character in a book. Yes. I had the same thought. And the way she describes him sounds like this is like a romance yeah. novel. Yeah. Be gentle on yourself here. Listen. Yeah. Be gentle. All right. Hi, Kat and Dora. I think of you two as the cooler older sisters I never had. Well, hello. So I thought I'd ask you for some advice. A friend and I had a falling out last year. We were very close. The details are a little difficult to rehash, but the gist is she's engaging in some dangerous behavior and I had tried to broach the subject with her gently. Then she cut me out of her life. After a year of not speaking, she reached out with an apology email. The apology seemed heartfelt, and I have been thinking about her lately, but after all of this time, I'm just not sure what to say. She cut me out of her life so easily. How am I to know that won't happen again? The way things went down has left me gun shy, and I'm just not sure what to do. Anyway, I love the show. Hope you guys are holding up during this crazy time. P.S. Kate, you can make crumpets with the discard from your sourdough starter. King Arthur flour has a really easy recipe, so there's no waste. The pizza crust recipe is really good, too. I'll look into that. Mm, I don't even know what a crumpet is, but it's time to find out. It's kind of like a scone. I was going to say like a scony biscuit. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that's what the Brits all say. (laughs) A scony Scony, biscuit. A a scony biscuit. Well, Um, biscuits in the UK are cookies. So that's right. That's right. Anyway, back to your friendship. (laughs) Enough about crumpets. Yeah. yeah. I I would say proceed with caution. Yeah. It sounds like you you know this person was engaging in dangerous behavior. It sounds like they have possibly done some work on themselves and figured, you know, and 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 are kind of maybe trying to reconnect with the people that they cut out of their lives. I I think, mm-hmm. you know, if you have every right to protect yourself um and you don't have to have to reestablish a relationship with this person. But I think if you want to, it sounds like they have, they've made a, or a true attempt at reconnecting. Yeah. And that I would say like, you can voice your concerns and let them know your feelings and then proceed with caution. Totally. And I think it's, it's, it, it does reflect well on her that she did reach back out with a sincere apology email. Totally. Totally. If it happens again, you know, then you know, maybe yep. this is not for you. Yep. All right. All right. Let's, Let's break. take another break. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay, I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. 
Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, we are back. We have another voicemail. Hi, Kate and Dory. Hope everything is going well and you guys are staying safe and healthy. I wanted to call in about something I thought your listeners might be interested in, and that is dating. I'm a slightly younger listener. I'm 25. I'm at the point in my life where most of my friends have found the person they want to be with and are getting engaged or moving in together. And I'm at the point where, as someone who has found a lot of the wrong people, I'm starting to feel left behind. I had met someone a few weeks before lockdown that I'm interested in, and we've been able to keep dating through FaceTime and phone calls. But I do feel like figuring out if this is someone I could be with long term has stalled until we can really hang out and go on dates and meet each other's friends. So I guess I was hoping listeners would be able to weigh in on fun quarantine dates or their own experience with feeling like they might be a little behind romantically to their peers. Thank you so much for all you do. Bye. Oh, you are not behind. I know. Sweet angel. I know. (laughs) That made me sad. It made me bummed out too. I, I... I hate that culturally we that that this is the way we've made people feel and uh, it bums yeah. me out so much. And you know, I thought of you when I heard this too, Dory, because you got married in your late 30s or mid 30s. Yeah. No, late, late 30s. right? Yeah. And like I mean, when I was 25, 
I was not thinking about getting married. No, she was she was rocking and rolling. I was rocking and rolling, everyone. <laughs> she was in that leather jacket, <laughs> living in New York. Actually, I was living in Philly. Ooh, even rocking, mm-hmm. rock and rollier. Yep, yep, yep. And none of my friends were getting married. I mean, I think this is also like a peer group thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it and it does suck to feel like you're getting left behind. Um, and your friends are kind of moving on to like the quote unquote next phase. Um, but 25 is not like you're not behind. I mean, I don't think you're ever behind in this no, regard. No. Um, so I just I hope that we can like reassure you on that front a little bit. Um, quarantine date ideas. I would love to hear from listeners who are in this situation um, what they have been doing. Yeah, because this is definitely a thing, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I think I think there are ways to go beyond just like the video chat or like sexting or I got I sound a hundred years old, Dory. Do you hear me? Video chat and sexting. <laughs> Holy moly. But I wonder if there's oh like this sounds so silly, but like playing games online. Now I sound even older. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm the wrong person to answer this question. I am a grandmother. Oh, gosh. Um, Yeah, I'd love to hear how people have been navigating this. Yeah, because truly, I clearly I'm a no help. All right. We have one last email. Hi, Catendor. Motion for your sign off to be love a sign off before you say goodbye. Should we road test it? Love a sign-off. Your friend, Becca. P.S. I think that went well, don't you? P.P.S. My self-isolation activity is to try to launch a blog after many, many years of wanting to. You know that scene in Love Actually where Natalie says, if you can't say it at Christmas, when can you? And trying to maintain a certain sense of, if you won't get it done now, then when will you? I don't mean for that to come across as glib or dismissive of the seriousness of COVID-19 and all of its related fallout. But if I don't start trying to find some opportunities for levity and light in our current situation, then that's going to feed the depression monster and the depression monster is no longer welcome in this apartment. So in that spirit, I'd love to know what projects other listeners are getting into right now to help them emerge as better versions of themselves at the end of the pandemic. Okay, bye for real. Love a sign off. Becca. Love a sign off. <laughs> Love a sign off. But masks never. Oh, but masks never. <laughs> um Yeah, you know, I think um Becca, if people if this is the path people are on right now, I'd love to hear again, no press, right? Yeah. Like, totally. Do not, do if not you do not want to, be, to emerge as a better version of yourself at the end of the pandemic, that is totally fine. Just emerge. Let's just focus yeah. on emerging. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I will say, you know, like some people's projects might just be getting through the day and other people, you know, I think by all means, start that blog. Yes. If you got the time and this is the time for you and you feel good about it, go for it. We support you. Please. Anything else, if you are a person who's getting into a project, by all means, share. I mean, I think my project is sourdough bread and your project is what? Walks? My project is walks. My project is... Yeah, I mean, like, I don't have, I'm not, like, 
learning how to crochet or something but you've like done like to you're doing yoga every night you're also doing yoga every night you're producing our podcast here for you i am oh yeah that is a thing i'm doing yeah (laughs) i launched a new daily pot daily podcast and you're handling i am producing you're handling the production of it (laughs) which has actually been really fun and such a good it's not a distraction exactly, but such a good project. And I feel like I'm building my skills, which is cool. Like I get to it, practice editing and producing. And your so show I'm, notes are funny. Oh, my show notes are just hilarious. I mean, I am just killing it over here. <laughs> I think you are. Oh, you, thanks, Kate. You have, you. But in all seriousness, and not to just only talk about ourselves, but you have all these like kind of new, not to like make light of walks. I wasn't trying to be silly. Like you have this new daily practice that's really meaningful. Yes. And yes I think that's that cool. Is, thank you. Thank you. I do. I do appreciate that. Um, but yeah, if you, if you are lying in bed all day playing Animal Crossing, like that's also fine. <laughs> I might be buying that game, by the way. So that's, that might Matt be my asked- <laughs> Matt asked me this morning if um he wanted he if he, if I wanted him to get Animal Crossing so I could play it because he's heard a lot of people are playing Animal Crossing and he thinks it would be something I'd be into. Well, if you get it, I'll meet you on the game. I think I'm going to buy it this weekend. Oh, cool. This is going to be a gift to myself. We'll we'll talk okay. more about this. Uh, off Great. The air. I look forward to it. Okay. Well, love a sign off. Butt masks never. <laughs> okay. Bye.